Beers, Dads, Ball, Podcast, with your host, Showdog. Anthony Richardson looks left, steps up in the pocket, rolls right, there he goes, he's got a linebacker and a beat on the sideline, he takes off, he misses the tackle, he's at the 50, he's at the 40, he's at the 30, he's at the 20! Oh, Anthony Richardson is the front runner for the Heisman on his fifth touchdown of the day! Are you fucking kidding me? This kid is electric! Gola? I'm gonna just go in a real different, different direction with this. <laughs> and I'm gonna say boobs. <laughs> and KG. I freaking cannot stand it when sports fans use the term we when a team loses <laughs> that they cheer for. The Patriots go out and lose a game. Oh, yeah, we had a really rough game tonight. We just couldn't get the ball in the end zone. We just, you know, we didn't show up to the game. You weren't a part of the fucking game. You're not a part of the team. There's no we. The Pats lost. They lost. It was them, not we. Don't ever fucking use that. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of BDB. What a wild week in the NFL. Um, It is crazy out there. Unpredictable. Three good teams. The rest is is a coin toss. The Pats still suck. Tom Brady sucks. Aaron Rodgers sucks. The Jets are good. Uh, the Giants are good. The Giants are good. Seattle might be good. I don't. The, Herbert's this is not cra- really good. Like, what is going on in the NFL? This is the craziest season I remember in like years. Like, I swear it's like, no, it, it makes it like w- like way more entertaining. But it's just like it doesn't make any sense. No, it's just like it doesn't. I, it, it's crazy, but. But, I mean, like, we'll talk about it when we do our matchups, but, like, there's one friggin' game this week where both teams are above 500. It doesn't even make sense. It's and just it's a whole bunch of that, shit. Two teams that, before the season, you could have said they're going to be vying for the number one overall, number one pick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of them's six and one. Or going to be, or could be six, five and one, whatever it is. It's Wild. Nuts. But, you guys made it through. Girls weekend, huh? We survived it. Oh, yeah. Survived, Good call. Yeah. Big, big weekend. Kids are all still alive. All the wives went away for the weekend for three days, actually. Uh, that was to make up for our golf trip weekend, which was one day, just mind you. But uh, they did a three-night <laughs> trip, uh, but we survived. We did it. Mm-hmm. We got through it, grinded. Mm-hmm. It was, um... yeah. Now, I know what my wife goes that was a fail was my brisket. <laughs> God damn. Not something you want to fuck up on. No. Well, well, and you said that you were going to wake up at 4 a.m. to put it in, and then you got up a little little late. Yeah. So you, it was probably doomed right from Jump Street. Just a shit show. Plan, yeah, the you... plan, was in, plan was in place, but the execution was... Uh, Blame it on the coach. And- you know what? Co- I mean, blame I, it on the players. I gotta. I'm gonna say that a lot of people. I bet the first time they make a brisket doesn't always come out exactly yeah. how they think. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I feel like you. You live and you learn, dude. And hey, 
Show dog's gonna be stronger next time he yep. makes a brisket. And, right. And like you kind of want to set the bar a little low on that because if you make one and it's like perfect, everything after that you'll be like, well, that's not as good as that one. That one's not as good as that one. So it's like if it was not as good as you thought it was gonna be the first time, then you can only go up. Yeah. Right? And I invited a lot of people over for the brisket. Super happy no one came for the brisket because we would have had to order pizza. I, I, my plan was to come, but since it wasn't going to be ready to like seven ish, I think, then mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. yeah. I, so I, yeah. I thought about it too, and I was like, well, considering like the last two nights I've had my kids down and in bed before eight o'clock, I don't think staying in South Portland till eight o'clock would be a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Nope. How'd the picks go this weekend? What do you, what do you think dominated? I think I faded the wrong person. You definitely did. Per big mistake. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I hit my underdog though, so I, that's, that's good points. I mean, I didn't have an awful week, you know. What I mean, I went four and two. No, you're four and two. Oh, that's good. But, yeah, you, no. but you still faded the wrong person, considering goal went five and one. Jesus, I, I so I got a new phone, so I can't like get into the app for some, or I haven't like d- like updated my login for Google, so I didn't know how we've done. You went two and four, but the only thing that saved you is that you were the only person to pick up pick the uh, okay. underdog. So. I thought I made up some points on you. No. Did not. No. So ah, just another week no. that for goal of one, dude. Jesus, this guy's unreal. He, uh, I mean, I, I posted about it. He's picking at a sixty-nine percent clip. I think I, I looked it up. I was I was curious about it because I'm like, this seems absurd. Like how well he's doing. They say that fifty-two percent is what. Like, just normal better shoot for, right? 52 because it's a little bit above half, so you should win money. The best pickers in the world pick at, like, a 58, 59, 60% clip. And then we got for goal over here at, like, 69, 70%. You can quit your job. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what he's doing to get these picks. Like, do you have a golden horseshoe this far up your ass? Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't know what it is, man. I'm just seeing the board well. Do you have a strategy when you like look at matchups? Like, do you think you have a strategy, or do you think you just? Uh, I mean, yes. You don't, you no. don't have to I tell mean, us I... your secrets. You don't have to tell us. No, secrets, no, no, no. But... I mean, I, I just look at like I'll just go through like I look at the score app and I go through like I'll look at like almost every game. Like I'll just look look at it and I'll be like in my head I'm like what is obvious to me and then I'll be like oh it's this but then I'll just like go to like this like college football reference page and like you can look up points per game offensively defensively all rushing yards per game passing yards per game def- you know and i kind of just like go off of that most of the time and then mm-hmm. but some of it's also just like feel i guess i mean instincts i yeah. think i feel mm-hmm. like i've watched a lot of more college football like this year than i have in the past because we're like doing these picks so i mean i don't know i mean listen i there's no way this is sustainable but I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride this fucking horse mm-hmm. as long as I can. It's also been a really good year for college football. Like the nice. SEC yeah. has like two dominant teams or three now, I guess, with Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia. But mm-hmm. then like the games in the Pac-12 are like in the 60s. The the Big, Big Ten, Ten is the same fucking thing. I mean, uh, Big 12. Big 12 Big is 12. the same 12, thing. Yeah. And then the Big Ten is some like obviously loaded teams. Michigan's boring as fuck to watch, but they're good. Um, Ohio it's State, two horse race Patrick, there, but Penn State. Huge matchup this week. Yeah. So, I mean, college football is great right now. Uh, do you do you think the SEC is still the best conference? Yes. Yeah. Top to what bottom. Do you, what do you think number two is? 
right now, Big Ten. I think it's a Big Ten because I think Michigan and like Ohio State are really fucking good. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I think it's the Big Twelve. And I actually think this year, I know it seems like they're up, like as far as the ACC goes. But I, I think the Pac twelve is better than the ACC this year. I listen. I know we've been saying this about Clemson. Clemson got I'm bailed sure, out, dude. I'm, I'm not sure they're back. No, they're not. I'm not they sure. got bailed and out. I don't care. Time. Listen, I'm telling you right now, and I, I'm, I shouldn't be jumping back on this fucking horse. I really fucking should not be. But if the it would not surprise me next week they go into South Bend and lose. It would not. Listen, listen. Syracuse is like one of the best defenses in the nation. They're going to make any team look silly, dude. Yeah. I don't think you can yeah. judge Clemson off of a bad game against a really good defense. Okay. And a Notre game they win. Very, I'm just saying, but you're talking – Notre Dame's got a very good defense too. They held fucking Ohio State to 23 points. But yeah, but we're not saying that Clemson struggled to get by, like, University of Miami. Like, Syracuse was undefeated, and they have one of the top, like, five defenses in the nation. Like, let's not, like, overreact to a win. You know yeah. what I mean? Clemson has one issue, though, Kev. That's for me. Their defense is loaded. I mean, they have two guys that are going to go top ten picks on the D-line, and then another one's going to go in the third round. I mean, in the first round. is a fucking monster, dude. So is Murphy. Is, so, we had some big yeah. plays in that game. Um, Steal that game. There's two. And then... The biggest issue is they got the same thing going on that's in the Patriots. They don't have a quarterback. They have two guys that want to be the quarterbacks, but right now they're in between playing both of them. Like, yeah. do you play the, yeah. the freshman who's got superstar potential? Or I'm not going to even try to say his name. They have the bum. Mm. He stinks. Let's call him DJ. Stinks. Yeah, I think I do think college you can get away with having a bad quarterback a lot easier than the NFL can. But yeah, yeah I agree that it is very similar to the Patriots in that regard. Well, when you have two, I I was waiting to go on this rant, but when you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterback. Well, let's might as well jump into it. That's, yeah. Oh, you know, I told you I keep my expectations low. And then I said, I'm going to crank them up this week. They're playing Chicago. Easy win. Oh, Chicago put it. I mean, they put every level of that game. They dominated the Pats. Like, special teams, defense, offense, quarterback. Um, every bit of that game they dominated. Obviously, the biggest story is the Mac Jones um, getting benched. And he's not very good. Like, he just doesn't have arm strength. I said it last week. He has happy feet in the pocket. It's like his feet just start tapping. He has no feel for when the pocket's going to collapse or where it is. Um, he's missing guys that are coming on the blitz. He can't get out of the way. It's just it's he wants to run first. It's it's not good. They've already named him the starter for Sunday. Yeah. He's yeah. It's um, he's not good. I don't know. I don't. And I have his jersey. Like I'm a, I was a Mac guy. I love the guy. Mac is a great human being. He's a great teammate. Like he'll, even after the game, he's like, I root for my teammates. I'm gonna be the best teammate I can be. He's awesome, but he just doesn't have that it factor, man. Trade yeah, deadline. What, trade deadline's Tuesday, I think. Yeah. Next week. Do you do you think there's any way that they're starting him this week as an audition to see if he can maybe show he still ha- like has something? To bring his trade value no. up, or do you think they're, they're keeping no. both of these guys? No, if they traded them, it would be in the off season. Okay, um, but you're gonna see. I they gotta be they gotta be sellers, man. Like Nelson Aguilar's gotta be on the block. Uh, Kendrick Bourne's gotta be on the block. Um, 
They got to have a McCourty should be on the block. Uh, Jalen Mills should probably be on the block. Like there should be a lot of guys that are ready to go. And we I, uh, I, I said this in a group chat. I don't know if it was you guys with more people, but how this division might be the best division in football. Yeah. It seemed like yeah. going into the season would be laughable because like we like who knows what the Dolphins were going to do. I didn't expect much of the Patriots and definitely didn't expect this out of the Jets. I just thought it'd be a right. runaway for the Bills, but it's one of the best divisions of football. You know what the thing is is like at this point with the Patriots, it's like frustrating for me. It's like I would rather obviously you you would rather have your team be like good and they consistently win. Or if they're not going to be good, I'd rather have them be consistently bad. I hate teams. Like I hate like the fact that the Patriots are probably going to finish the year like eight and eight or eight, eight and nine, seven, whatever it is. Eight, like, nine, yeah. like if they come out Sunday, yeah. it would it really wouldn't surprise me if they beat the wheels off the Jets. It yeah, no, they probably will. They will. They'll win by twenty five, and then they play the I don't can't remember. They play the Colts next week, and the Colts yep. will beat them by forty. Yeah. Like that's that I hate teams that are up and down. Like they're just a roller coaster. I hate it. It's either be Either be good, which that's what I prefer, or be bad. I hate the fucking in-between bullshit. Like, I hate it so much. Because you know what? It doesn't do you any good. Because you're not going to make the playoffs, but you're not bad enough to get a high draft pick. So you're going to pick, like, 15 or 16. It's like, I I, I don't know. I, I Let me ask you this, story. So I know you've been on Belichick a lot. This on the off season, you've been on him a lot so far this season. I'm still not with you in terms of Belichick the coach. I am leaning a little bit. Belichick the GM, I'm getting a little fed up. Belichick the coach, I think if, I I do still think from like a game plan standpoint and whatever, I still think he's like a lead at what he does. But I don't I don't disagree with you that the rosters, the like what he's been doing the last few years is like flawed. Weren't you but just praising praising the draft he had last week on the show? He did have a good draft. He did have a good draft, but he's Belichick has never. I don't think Belichick really truly ever drafts that poorly. Like you think the last few years, he's had a lot of guys on the, but like some of the, obviously some of the free agent signings they made like two years ago when they spent all that money have just have not worked out. I mean, they spent a ton of money on Jonu Smith. He's, he's nowhere to be found. He's nowhere to be found. He sucks. Like Judon, Judon's been money well spent. He's he's played well since they had him. Hunter Henry's shown glimpses. He was pretty solid last year. He hasn't done shit this year. Aguilar's fucking trash. Kendrick Kendrick Bourne or Kendrick Bourne? Eh, I don't know. Does he doesn't get a shot? Right, and I, so I think I don't know. I I'm really like. It's just to the point where, like, football season sucks right now. Patriots are fucking three and four. Notre yep. Dame's like four and three. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? They got three wide receivers that they could definitely trade in the next week with Parker, Bourne, and Aguilar. And I would love to see them all gone, as crazy as it sounds. So do you but, guys, if you're Belichick, do you just go with Mac the rest of the season no matter what? I, yep. I would have I flipped a Zappy a while ago. I mean... So you're right a zappy believer now. Whoa, 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 You were a zappy hater. You were. Yeah, yeah. No, hate. I was. But no, no last no, no, week I not. said last week that he should be the starter going forward. I said zappy should be because, like, listen, Mac has shown me he doesn't have 
arm strength to make like big time plays and he's not making smart plays either he's not making like the simple plays christ when we get in the red zone it's like an automatic fucking turnover it's like panic like he then that's the thing is like i think that there's like you can be a quarterback in the nfl without elite arm strength if you make very good decisions the issue with Mackey is he doesn't have great arm strength and he's making absolute god awful fucking decisions this year. Last right. year, the last year was a complete opposite. Yeah. Like there there was I mean he may have had a game or two last year where I'm like, fuck me, what the hell? But it's like, you know, he's a rookie, you know, taking his lumps. This year it seems like every single game he plays in, it's a disaster. Now, Zappy came in, he led them two drives, and then after that, he was a shit show, too. He threw two picks and had a fumble. So, it's not like he let the world on fire last week, either, but um, I think they, you know, the Patriots spent a first-round pick on Mac. They need to see this out, I and I, so I do think they're going to play him the rest of the season, unless he's just god-fucking-awful the rest of the way. And then they'll, they'll go to Zappy, but I but maybe that's the case. Maybe they see they like what they see in Zappy, so they they try to they're trying to get Mac. Um, like you said, it's almost an audition for the off season. I don't know, but what are you going to get for him? Nobody's going to give you a first round pick for him. I wouldn't think. No, no, yeah. I don't. So it's like you drafted a guy at 15 overall but, two years ago, and you're going to trade him for what a fourth? Yeah, that's fucking horrible. Unfortunately, the the problem is though is that neither one are the guy. Like, I think that Zappy's better than Mac right now. Um, he just has more confidence, more calm about, like, playing. Uh, he looks natural back there, and he's better than Mac for now, but neither one are Super Bowl no. guys. Neither me, one will be. Like, they're not even, like, a Jimmy Garoppolo okay and get you to a Super Bowl good. Let me ask you this. Do you think that there is any possibility because the Patriots have a lot of cap space after this season, that they make a legit run at Lamar. I, I mean, I would die for it, but I, I'm a I'm a Lamar guy, but no, because uh, Baltimore will 100% lock him down with the franchise tag. He's he's not going to be able to be a free agent. Oh, that's right. He's got to. Yeah. He's got to. Oh, they can still tag him. So, um. I just don't see it happening. The one that that could happen, well, I, I don't know. That's hypotheticals. But anyway, my so my biggest issue with Bill, the coach, now is that we have guys like Jack Jones who are barely playing. Like, why the fuck is Miles Bryant in the game, or like over Marcus Jones and 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 Jack Jones? And like, if we're not good, at least let's get these guys in because the plays they are, like the plays they are, yeah. they they flash. It's like, well, god damn it, we need guys who flash right now. We're just so boring and vanilla. Oh, yeah, and listen, I don't. I know, like the last year, he was awesome, and the, his first time with the Patriots was awesome. Monday night was the worst I've seen Trent Brown play in forever. Yeah, I don't know what. Robert happened. Quinn ate that motherfucker's lunch all night long. He did. And also, Philly just traded for Robert Quinn, gave him a fourth, gave a fourth round pickup for him. So. Yeah, steal. Steal. I mean, they ate all his salary, but who gives a fuck? That guy is a beast. He but he ate Trent Brown's lunch. Wasn't it like the first quarter he had? Trent Brown had a false start and like three holding penalties. It was like the first five minutes. Yeah, and one of them was uh, negated because of the they it was like offset, but Quinn just ate him up. Yeah, but Chicago fans are all in on Twitter. I've seen too, and it's like relax, guys. You guys still suck too. 
We just had a bad game. Listen, like, you're not good. They, you just had a decent Monday night game. No. Yeah, they're 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 not. And I don't think Justin Fields is a guy either, but No. Well, but I will say this, Chicago made great improvements to their offense. I think I've said this on the podcast that they are running like a professional, like a pro offense. And it's like, what are you doing? You have fields, like get guys in motion, run, run the play action, run the, right. I mean, uh, the, the RPOs, let him make options and let him take the ball up the, up the field by himself. And guess what? They had a bye week or they had a 10 day break. They changed up their offense big time and, that's one of the reasons why they were able to run the ball in New England is because yeah. they did something different than what they have been doing. Who would you rather have Fields or Zappy or Fields. Mac Jones? Yeah. I think Fields has got a higher ceiling than both of them easily. Yeah. Yep. I agree, yeah. I think if they just the right way. Right. I still think Fields I I don't want to say his peak is Lamar, but that's the type of quarterback he's gonna be. He's not gonna be a drop back like Mahomes guy dropping back forty times a game. He's going to be, like, doing the RPO shit. Like, maybe have games where he's going to beat you with his arm. But I don't think he's a good enough passer to do that consistently right now. Mm-hmm. No. I don't think he is. Um, speaking of Mahomes, you know what's strange? He didn't have a single rushing yard last game against the Niners. I don't know if the Niners – I didn't watch the game, but I don't know if their plan was to just, <sighs> like, spy him the entire time didn't and need not to. allow him to. But I feel like Mahomes, like – I feel like he gets like 40, 50 yards a game, it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. There, I saw a crazy stat about you talking about the Niners. So uh, this obviously wasn't the case on Sunday because Kansas City just fucking pounded him. But they said under Kyle Shanahan, when San Francisco has been down by three points or more going into the fourth quarter, they're one in 30. Mm. Whoa. Just don't like, the if they're down at all, if, if they're down at all in the fourth, they just they they can't win games. Well, That's it's bad. probably the Jimmy G effect. Like he's such a probably yeah. below average quarterback, but you would think there would be more than that. He's like an right. Alex Smith type who can like maintain a yes. game, but he's not going to like win you a game. Uh, exactly. You know what? You know what the thing too is like. I mean, they obviously San Francisco made that big trade for uh, Christian McCaffrey, but it's like to me, like I just don't think that's what their fucking issue was. Like, I understand McCaffrey's, like, awesome. But, like, I look at, like, San Francisco and I'm like, I, I don't know. I just don't it, think well, that that's a fucking... Well, their defense difference. is good. Their defense is really good. And the only way they're going to make the team better is if they get a better quarterback. And they're not going to trade for a quarterback. So, I don't know. Well, their quarterback's <laughs> hurt. It's Trey Lance. Who's right. But I'm saying, so like, it's like, a, it's a deal. they want to get better for this year. Right. Right, but I guess what I, like you're sacrificing a lot of long-term stuff for this one season. I mean, I don't know what McCaffrey's contract is, but he's got like four years left. Yeah, I think he's got quite a few. It's years. Nice. Okay, so I, mean, I I didn't know if it was like if it was like a year or two. I'm like, you're, you're, mm-hmm. I mean, they traded quite a bit for him, but but it is weird because uh, what's the running back who got hurt for the Niners? Ricky? Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, Eli Mitchell. Oh, like he's dis- oh, he's Eli. decent. Yeah, you said it. Yeah, it's he's Elijah. Good. I think. Yeah, he's good. And he's supposed to be coming back here in a few games, I think, too. So it's, they're going to have like a, a tons of depth there at running backs. So. And Debo can run yeah. the ball. There's yeah. there's right. so many running options, and like that's I mean Shanahan's so good at creating run play, like getting guys different areas uh, running the ball. So it, it'll be interesting, I, I, especially when they get Trey Lance, and then he can take off with the ball too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the last, uh, so before this week, the two weeks before that, um, 
the Thursday night games had combined for a total of 40 points total over two weeks. And then this past week, we got the Cardinals putting up 42 by themselves, 42-34. So we finally got an entertaining Thursday night game uh, after the duds we had the couple weeks yeah. before. But, Tyler, uh, man, balled out. Yeah, he did ball out. Modern Warfare drops uh, this weekend. I think this. Uh, uh, I think it opened. I think you can start playing Friday. I believe he's got one more good game. Well, so usually opening weekend, everyone's playing, dude. So we'll see if Kyler is uh, not studying the playbook here come Friday, Saturday, and gonna have a dud this weekend. Imagine if they if it just so happened they were on a bye week when it came out. <laughs> 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 that dude would just be playing all weekend. Um, Gola, do you want to vent on Russell Wilson at all? Oh. He is the biggest. I, Let's hear it, listen, dude. Come on. I, Let's go. As hot, listen, as hot as I've been picking college football games, I've been hotter talking about how much of a fucking loser yeah. and like how much this guy sucks. Like everything about him, he's he's a fucking idiot. Like there was this article, didn't it? Okay, so that was legit, right? The article he talked about how he's training his body. So yeah. He have to, no. So he doesn't. So he doesn't have to poop like that uh-huh. regularly. And then he said it's like good for him. Like get the fuck out of my face, dude! Like what are we talking about? The article said that Russ trains his body so he only poops once or twice for an entire week because he thinks that pooping is a waste of time where he could be using that time to like be doing I things that are more productive. Guy. I hate him. Like, I love pooping. I, I do too. I do too. So relaxing. Pooping's great. This great. times, I, I mean, this guy may have shot up my list, like to number one most hated person in sports. Like he's like, he's an idiot. And then the other story that came yeah, out today, yeah, they doing uh, they, calisthenics on the fucking airplane while people are sleeping, going to London. So they're Get playing in London. Yeah, fucking loser. Well, they say it's an eight-hour flight, and for about half the flight, he was up in the middle of the aisle doing like knee, high knees, trying to loosen up his hamstring or something. What is that? What he's heard? A hamstring. Oh my god! It's his shoulder. It's his hamstring. It's a different fucking injury every time he plays, and they lose. You know what's unreal too is like if Denver actually had a competent quarterback, they'd probably want to be one of the better teams in the league. It's got to be one of the top top five defense. They're like, I think they're number three in total in points allowed per game. And the other five I looked at, the other four are combined like 26 and four or something like, it's something crazy. And then you have the Broncos are like two and six or two and five because they can't score. Their offense is shit because their quarterback sucks. Yep. I, so uh, he's a loser, dude. I and their him. coach sucks too, by the way. Definitely on the hot seat. Yeah. Probably going to get fired. I'm going to actually, I'm going to say that on the way back from England, He's getting kicked. Boom. Ooh. Yep. Actually, this is his up. first year, right? Yeah. Nathaniel, yeah. yeah. Hackett's yeah. first year. Actually, bold prediction. Actually, breaking news. Um, Broncos lose to Jaguars in London. He has to buy his own ticket back um, <laughs> and take his own flight. Why? We talked about this before. Why are the Jaguars playing in London again? Because they get no fans at home. Dude, I flew into Jacksonville last week. When we went to Gainesville, I don't. What is that, Fagola? What is that? What like? There's no city. He's like, what is it? Well, is so there a downtown? So, yeah, yeah. So you know the thing is, is, Jacksonville is the largest city in America, land area wise. It's huge. Oh. So a lot of it's spread out. Um, but you wouldn't know it's like a a bigger city 
because uh, the airport dude is like, it seems like you were flying into Portland, Maine. The airport's like tiny. I thought it was like flying into Rumford, dude. <laughs> I'm like, where the fuck is the people? It's just an airport. So well, yeah, but, okay. Awesome so where airport. the airport is, where the airport is, you're yeah, it's a great airport. Well, you're the airport there is on the north side of Jacksonville, which is more rural in like definitely lower income. And then you probably go like I don't know half hour south, and then you kind of get down towards the down towards it downtown area where the St. Johns River crosses. And that's like where the Jacksonville landing used to be. Like, you know what? Remember where that they had that shooting uh, at that Madden tournament? Oh, I do. That? Yeah, I do. So yeah. that was over the Jacksonville landing. That's no longer there, the landing. And then the stadium's over there. And uh, then they have like a bunch of different things. They have like mid, there's like midtown areas and there's the beaches. It's like very spread out. So that's why it doesn't seem like you're in like one like big, huge city like you're in New York or Boston or like something like that. It's just like, it's very like, spread out so hmm. well they get no fans that's why they're in london um so the seahawks obviously sucked the last couple of years and now they have uh, just looking at it they have the second most points scored in the nfl this year is the was Gee, the issue no. russ Gee, was that no. all the issue was was russ is that why they sucked the last two years it, it probably did they have all the pieces they needed, and then we were just all blindsided that we thought Russ was a decent quarterback? And well, I do think they him. had a super sus defense there too. Um, yeah, the defense is not good. Yeah, and I will say, like this year, I mean, one of them just got hurt, Rashad Penny, but they had a dynamic duel so far running the ball this year with Kenneth Walker and Rashad. Kenneth Walker is a fucking man, dude. He was a man at uh, at yeah. Michigan State. Yeah. And they have two great wide receivers. Like DK and T- Tyler Lockett is one of the most underrated, consistent yeah, receivers in the league, dude. I love Lockett. Mm-hmm. Like, he just always seems like he's, like, big plays. Like, he's around, like, 80, 90 catches a year, 1,000 yards, roughly, it seems like. I'm not going to fact check that, but that's what, it, in my head, that's what I'm telling myself. Mm-hmm. He just, they've, I feel like they've had pieces there. I just, Russ is fucking bad. And yeah, I think Denver good. is going to realize this, that they really fucked up with that deal because... This was not the answer. Oh, Love Seattle it. easily won that. It's crazy. They've like they've already won the deal. It's like it's already yeah. sealed. It's signed. It's, <laughs> they won it. It's crazy. Um, trying to think of like what else we had going on last weekend. Any big games? Oh, well, like you said at the start of the show, the Bucks and Packers suck. Yeah, let's talk. Bucks scored three points against the Panthers. Panthers lose CMC, and then they come out and they went twenty-one to three with a backup quarterback. Who was it? PJ Washington. PJ Walker. Walker. PJ Walker. Like I you just, can't make this up. I don't know. I don't even know what's going on. Like the did you, you see the opening possession? The drop ball by by yeah. uh, Evans. Mike Evans. It was like dropped right in his hands, and he just dropped that was it. It's, beautiful ball. And then after that, oh, it was he, like couldn't hit anything. Like I, yeah. I think he was off. In the beginning well, dude, of the year, I thought this defense was going to be a, a defense that was going to be able to like win them games, but it's like the defense isn't playing that great either. So nothing's clicking right now. They they started the year two and zero, and it's just like ever since then it's been it's been shit. But you know what the funny thing is is that they're still atop the division at three and four. They're gonna win the division. Yeah, that division's bad. Division's not. Yeah, I mean every one of the divisions still in it. So you know what I like the to pat- see? I'd like to see the Patriots trade for Brady. One last run. You know, let's just do that. Let's just, everything will be right when that happens. 
right now. Like Bill, get on the phone. Hey, we'll give you a we'll give you Mac Jones and we'll give you um, a third round pick. Here you go. I wouldn't I give him any more. I don't think Bill would do it because I think it would just prove that he's a fraud. I think because once Brady comes in, they'd start winning again because Brady's there, and then it just proves that Bill's a fraud and he wouldn't do anything without. He's already a fraud. He can't fucking win without him. That's what I'm saying. This would prove it like even more. So I don't know. He, if, I think Bill. He'll have think, to be 85 by the time he passes that fucking moron from Miami for wins. <laughs> He's only then, 20 games behind him. And then Goal was mentioning it too. Packers lose to the Commanders 23-21 behind Henneke, dude. I mean, is that you say Henneke? Did you, Heineke. Heineke. So I heard this cool thing on fuck with uh, Heineke. Um, so I was listening to part of my take, and they do a thing now every week where it's like one question with a quarterback. So they called Heineke up. And Heineke started this thing last year when he started that every time that he wins a game, he buys a pair of new Jordans in the color in the color scheme of the team he just beat. Oh, that's so cool. he bought like the Jordan fives in the color of like they were green and yellow. That's cool. So he's like he's like keeping a collection of like shoes and shit down the like which I'm like, that's pretty fucking sweet. Like, dude, their teammates like him too. Like, I watched him on the sideline, and they fucking like him a lot. Which I don't get those vibes from anyone with Carson Wentz. So, no, there's no I, way the team. I think they ride Wentz. Heineke. Like, I made a trade in my fantasy football league for Heineke, and I had Wentz, and I'll drop Wentz because I just don't think they'll play him. I might, I might be just do this because uh, we're talking about them. But I think Commanders might have the coolest helmets in the NFL now. Yeah, have you guys nice. seen them? They're like almost like a matte yep. color, but they still have the maroon. Yeah, they're pretty badass. That's what that's what um, Cape Cape Elizabeth has too. Matt Matt maroon. Yeah, it's it's a cool look. I like I like With their the colors and I like their color scheme. Yeah, a lot. Too bad their owners a fucking uh, moron, but oh he yeah. Is. This is just it was just another week though with the Packers just not mm-hmm. just continuing to throw the ball. They're not good. They you know Rodgers. Ego is too big to just hand the ball off every time. Like, you have two great running backs, yeah. and your life's going to be so easy when you're only throwing 25 times a game opposed to 35, but he just can't live with that. Egotistical. No, they, and the thing is, they, like, they're, if they don't get this shit together, they're not going to make the playoffs. Because, obviously, Minnesota's the Vikings balling. are the hell of, right. So, good call on that one, Kev. Yeah. But like Tampa can Tampa can finish the season eight and nine and probably still win that division. That's how bad that division is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that happened to I think the Cowboys won the division probably like five six years ago yeah. where they were under five hundred or maybe the Cardinals. I think it was the Cardinals actually. They were under five hundred and won the West. Yeah, seven and nine, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's definitely St. happened before. And the dumbest rule with the NFL it, is it, that they can they still get to host of yeah, the home the first it's round bullshit. playoff game. So bullshit. Yeah. I think that could definitely happen this year with uh, with that NFC South. Um, were there any of the big games this week? If you were to like pick who figures it out faster, um, the Bucks or the Packers, who do you think like who do you think will have more wins by the end of the year? I I, I mean think I the, think it's the Bucks. I do too. I just I think the Bucks just have way too many weapons to they have not so much like, talent. Yeah, but I yeah. will say like some of the, some of their talent offensively is getting they're older right i don't know if they're like as like fast as they used to be and i don't know i don't know i think it's like i think fournette maybe is getting a little bit older for running back and then obviously brady but i mean julio 
Well, he doesn't even play, does he? <laughs> I he got I, big game Thursday, so. Is this the first year that Brady's played without Gronk? No. No. Gronk retired. His first this first year. year in Tampa, he didn't, right? Yeah. I wonder, I, I wonder like, what his, his stats were like that year. Oh, no, wait. Brady, no. What year did the Tampa win? Did they win it the first year Brady was there? Yeah. Oh, that's right. First so year. They, Gronk, Gronk was there for that. Yeah, Gronk was yeah. there for that. Yeah. But he retired. He had a, the year in New England where he didn't play with him, I don't think. Right. He got traded to the yeah. Lions, and he said, fuck you, I retire. Mm. Right. I wonder if yeah. I wonder if uh, has anything with Brady being down without having Gronk there, just that safety blanket. Well, that or Antonio Brown's is just in his head from all the fucking shit he's posting about him and his wife. <laughs> he's a loser, dude. Is he go, still posting shit? I don't. Go, I don't yeah, follow. Yeah. Him. Oh yeah, he's like still like photoshopping his head on like pictures of Brady with Giselle. It's, I've seen he's it. A so fucking it's like loser. people that tweet him, and then he just like he thinks it's funny, and then he like takes the tweet and like makes it his. I mean, it kind of is pretty fucking funny though. The best was <laughs> I think it was either one of you guys or it was Pelcher Mill who shared the photo of they they put Brady's face on like Brown's body after this past weekend like Brady's quitting <laughs> on the team. That's yeah. good. Walking off the field. Yeah, that's a good one. It's fucking incredible. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's. You guys want to do like the previews? You ready yeah. for that? All right. Because I feel like there's a team I want to talk about, kind of. Oh, okay. Well, I don't really have a lot. I don't have a lot to say. Maybe just, no, 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 no. NFL team. We just oh, haven't okay. we haven't really talked about it much, and this is one of the teams. Okay. So we'll start off Thursday night game. Uh, Ravens are playing at Tampa Bay. Um, I did this last night. Ravens are favored by one last night. I don't know if that line's changed or not, but Ravens favored on the road by one. They're four and three. Bucks three and four. Did the Bucks figure it out on a short week? I don't know. The Ravens haven't really impressed me too much either, though. No. I think them getting Gus Gus Edwards back, man, is nice. They want J.K. Dobbins and Gus back because then that gives them the two-headed monster at running back. Gus is a monster. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen him, but he's like six foot three, yeah. almost like a Brandon Jacobs style where he's just downhill, and that lets Lamar run the outsides. So they got Gussie back. He had two touchdowns last week, so I think that helps him big time. Um, I, I I just think the Ravens are gonna be more physical. Like you're typically, I take the home team, but I think Mike. I watched I watched a lot of that Buccaneers game, man. Mike Evans did not look good. Like he was like not even running routes sometimes because he was hurt. Godwin hasn't looked the same yet. I just don't see who they have after that. So it's not looking good for the Bucs. I'll say the line has changed. The Bucs are now one point favorites, so it's flipped, but. Huh. Oh, I was just thinking. I just looked at the score app on on the web website, and it says the Bucks are minus two. Oh, on the my phone it says they're minus minus two. Yeah, so oh, that's what it says on yeah. the web score website. Well, the big dog's throwing twenty dollars on the money line right now for Ravens. Uh, in Mark, uh, yeah, Mark Andrews is questionable. Hasn't been practicing all week. In a short week, who knows? Like Ooh. if he doesn't play, that's a big. Ooh, swing. That's a big one. That's yeah. big. I don't know. I feel like. Tampa's looked like shit, but I just feel like they're gonna figure it out. So, I like you said, we always take. The, I usually take the home team here. Um, so I, I'm, I'm probably leading Tampa. I will say it's like if they lose this game, that'll drop them to what? Three and five. It, it might be full panic mode after that a little bit. Yeah, oh no, it would be. 
there's nothing more than the NFL world loves to see than the than Tom Brady struggling and the Patriots struggling. Yeah, right. they're getting it both right like, now. And the Cowboys continue to struggle. Oh yeah, the ca- no, too. definitely the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I gotta think they do figure it out eventually. I don't. I just think there's so much talent on both sides of the ball that it seems crazy to me this team's three and four. It seems crazy to me this team lost to Carolina last week. Uh, but then again, I haven't been I haven't been super impressed by the Ravens either. I think I got to think the Buccaneers win this game. There you go, money on the Ravens. Bam, money on the Ravens. Like you said, yep, money line Ravens. Why am I bad at picking the NFL games? No, I just <laughs> I just thought the Ravens would win. That, that was my prediction. When you guys said that the Buccaneers were favorited, I went money line. Ravens. It had nothing to do with you. I was putting it in from... Oh, okay, because right when I get done finished talking, you said, boom, <laughs> money line Ravens, like you were calling me out or something. No, 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 no. It had nothing to do with you. I was... Gotcha. All right. All right. Um, yeah, so this next game is what I was kind of thinking about. The Giants is a team I thought, like, Giants 6-1, and one, yeah. heading to Seattle, the only game, like I said, that where both teams are above 500 this week. Um, Seahawks 4-3. and three. I mean, they're impressing people. Their offense is pretty nasty this year. The defense sucks. I don't know. I, lo- I, I like the Seahawks. I li- listen, I, I'm not saying the Giants are bad. But I just don't feel like they're a six and one football team. I know that your record is what you know. Record is what it says you are, or however that is. But I just, I don't they know. Have, I feel like they just play with fire every fucking yeah. week, and I feel like eventually they're gonna get burnt. Like I feel like they're you know they're probably gonna win ten games at this rate, but I just like don't think they're like one of the best teams in the NFL. So Seattle's been playing well. They are down Rashad Penny, but I I'm gonna take the Seahawks at home. Well, DK might not play, which is a big factor for me. He got hurt pretty good last game. But here's the thing. Saquon Barkley is the real fucking deal again. The cuts that he was making in that last game against the Jaguars, oh, my word. It was like he would he'd get a handoff going to the right, uh, plant two feet, jump stop, jump, jump cut, sorry, jump cut to the left, break about 10, go about 10 yards, jump cut back to the right, Plant his foot, go back to the left. It was like insane. Like, I mean, if you, I don't know if you've seen him, it's just insane what he's doing on these jump cuts and, and making people miss and changing direction and changing the, the angles you have to play him. Um, Saquon Barkley's the best player on the field, and it makes Daniel Jones' job a lot easier. And that's what I'm getting at with Aaron Rodgers. Like, your job's going to be easy when you can rely on your running backs and you have good running backs. And like, they're relying on Saquon, it makes Daniel Jones' job a lot easier. The problem is that they don't really have many weapons outside of Saquon. Um, so, but they have found ways to win. But I, I, I also don't feel like they're a six and one team. I think they can probably beat Seattle um, if they just take care of the ball, which they do. Like Dable's, like, hey, we'll, we found ways to win. We'll just take care of the ball. We'll do what we're good at. I wonder this year in Pick'em, like just picking straight up games, like how many times I've picked against the Giants because I still just don't believe in the Giants. Right. I, I feel like Same. I've got the Giants wrong like just about every time because I never picked them to win, even though they don't, they haven't had a tough schedule really at all. But if the game, every game that they play is close, if it's close, they just win. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if Dabble is that great of a coach where he just like wins these close games. 
But it seems absurd to me that a team ran by Danny Jones is six and one. I just cannot. I still won't buy into them. But I'm not really a believer in the Seahawks either. I don't think either of these teams are that great. It just blows my blows me away that they're both above 500. Uh, if either of these teams played against the Bills, Chiefs, or the Eagles, I feel like they lose by three touchdowns. I just yeah. I think those teams are so much better than these than the Giants and the Giants six and one. So I have not been a Giants believer all year and. I don't know, I, but I guess I'm not a Seahawks as much, so I'm taking the Giants to win this one on the road. But I think this team reminds me, I think the, the Cardinals did this probably like four years ago, maybe Kyler's first or second season there. And they started the year like seven or eight and oh, I think. Yeah. And then they just fell apart. Yeah, and I no, that happens this, a lot. I can picture this Giants team doing that. Yeah. So, we'll see. Uh... So we're not doing any more NFL games because the NFL has a lot of mediocre teams going on. We don't want to do those games. So we only have one college game this week. Uh, number two, Ohio State, traveling to number 13, Penn State. Did you guys know Penn State Stadium is called Beaver Stadium? Yeah. Yep. Do you know why? I don't know why. I knew that was the name, though. I think I've heard this before, but go ahead. Uh, there was a man whose last name was Beaver, who was like very big in the state of Pennsylvania. He was like governor, I believe at one point. And then he ended up becoming like president of Penn state and all this stuff. He was a very well-known guy in the state of Pennsylvania. They named the stadium after him. I saw that and I was like, why the fuck are they naming it Beaver stadium? Huh. Is it like Paul? Be- I think I feel like I, I think it is Paul Beaver. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds okay. right. Uh, yeah, there's not too many top 25 matchups this week. This one's one of them. Yesterday, the line was at minus 16 for Ohio State. It's Ohio State's and a half right now. Ohio State's pretty goddamn nasty. It's a this is a that's a big line on the road against a, like a fairly good opponent. Um, is Penn State doing a whiteout? I don't know if they do it all the time. I think they only do it for night games. Anyway, and it's this is a noon kickoff, so um, look, I think Ohio State's the best team in the country right now. Um, I'm not completely sold on their defense, so it wouldn't surprise me if Penn State can keep this close because I do think Penn State's offense with Sean Clifford's solid, but I just don't think they can. I don't think they can score with Ohio State. Um, so I like Ohio State in the game, but I don't. I wouldn't. I'm not touching this as far as picking it or gambling on it. I'm not touching the line, but um, I may touch the total, but I wouldn't touch the fucking 15 and a half. But I think Ohio State wins. Penn State probably keeps it close, but I don't know. What what would you do with the total? Uh, we'll see. I oh, may have it later. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think that Beaver Stadium is going to be rocking and rolling. Get out to an early early start, jump out to an early start on Ohio State, but Ohio State comes back in this. But I I'm just excited. Like I think that this will be a good one. Um, if Penn State can take an early lead, I think it will become close down to the end. But if Ohio State gets a lead on the beginning, it's over. Like there's no way. Yeah. There's no way Penn State's coming back on them. Um, but if they can get a lead early and get the crowd into it, it they, they'll have a chance. And then the thing that's, that's going to be annoying about it, like if, if Ohio State wins this game, but they only win by like 
14. They're going to hear all the fucking moron Michigan fans. Oh, my God, we're so much better than Ohio State. We beat them by, like, 60. Fucking idiots. I can't fucking stand them. Uh, when a, when a college use, loses, like, a huge coach, right, the coach has been, like, one of the greatest of all time. Like, Urban was obviously nasty when he was there. All this stuff. Like, you always – you never know who you're going to get right. And, like, what Ohio State has got out of Ryan Day? Insane. Yeah. The dude is forty one yeah. and four. Forty one and four in his four seasons at Ohio State. That's like, unreal. Well, I mean, you think of the three guys that had been there. It was uh, Tressel. Urban replaced Tressel, who was yeah. a fucking beast Insane, there right? too. And then, who I mean, got Urban fired was, by the way for paying for a fucking tattoo? Like that shit. Come on. The fucking oh, I know. The, the bags these guys. Use. Did you see the story on Lendell White today? Lendell White. Oh, <laughs> walked into his apartment with a hundred and fifty thousand. Come on, this was the same time Tressel was there, and Tressel got fired for that. Tressel should still be there at Ohio State, fucking all-time win leader in the fucking NCAA almost. Uh, well, I wouldn't expect anything less from them scumbags at fucking <clears throat> USC either. So, no no shit they were fucking... Oh, they don't do that at Notre Dame? No. They're fucking Bullshit, Catholics, dude. They do bro. shit like that. Bullshit. Uh, well, it don't matter now. You can now. wild. Like, give fucking... Give uh, Reggie Bush back his Heisman and... Uh, Come on, this shit happened. Looking at this, do you know where Ryan Day played college football? Uh, New Hampshire. UNH, dude. Yep, he did. It says positions, quarterback and linebacker. That is yeah. quite a dual threat right there. <laughs> yeah, well, he wasn't very good, but he then he started coaching there, and then he became the coach there, and then he went to assistant. Kind of like what uh, the kid did for Maine. He was like only 30. Um, let him have the best season Maine's ever had, and then went to Mi- Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Ryan Day, though, like I guarantee you, ask a lot of the. I don't want to say that. I don't know. Obviously, like diehard fans, obviously know who he is. But I, I think, do you think casual fans even know who Ryan Day is? Mm-mm. No, I, I don't. I don't think a lot of like if you ask to. Oh, I can't even see. I can't even think of the U- USC coach. Like Steve Sarkeesian, maybe, or or yeah, Riley, I don't even think Riley, Sarkeesian. Riley, uh, no, I think if you like if Riley. you said, I think there's like a few. I think like Saban and like Harbaugh, probably Harbaugh, Harbaugh maybe. Just because of, even like, like Kirby, the NFL and I bet Dabo. even Kirby Smart. You say Dabo. Yeah, I said Dabo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But even like Kirby Smart, I don't think most people would know who the fuck he is. Nope. You're yeah. right. But like Ryan Day, like forty-one and four, that record's insane. Ohio yes. State is always like top five, always. Like they're they go wag- to the. They're a fucking wagon. They're a wagon every year. Yeah, that's insane like, to me. Like, just think about it. Notre Dame was super excited about their coach, and he already has as many losses as Ryan Day. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, he's got one loss. No, he got one last year too. Oh, that's right. He forgot the board game. <laughs> That's right, I forgot about that. Fuck, dude. Unbelievable. I, for the record, I wasn't super excited about Marcus Freeman. You were super excited yeah, about him. Are you kidding I me? I had a lot of excitement there, too. No. I was. I said that like, the players wanted him, but I would have rather them gone out and gotten, like, I said I wanted Urban. Just fucking cheat their way to a fucking title. That's all I wanted. <laughs> Oh shit! Uh, I did see. I did see that uh, Netflix is is running on a show with Aaron Aaron Hernandez. Oh yeah, and it's uh, Jay 
Barenthal, I think his name is. I think he's might be from yeah. Walking Dead. I think it's Walking Dead. Yeah, he's where, where he, he started. His, yeah, where he started. Yeah, that's gonna be that'll be pretty cool. I think there's a um, he's in a show um, about a Baltimore cop. I think it's on uh, HBO Max, and he is it's like a cocky asshole cop that's broke so many rules. Um, I can't think of the name of it, but he is so good in it. He is so fucking so. I just can't wait to see him as Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. Uh, all right, six pack. I'll okay. do the standings. I'll do the standings now because it's like at one point it was like I was I was like uh, we'll catch Fagola. We're not gonna catch Fagola at this point. No, it's a you versus me for last. Because we have what one two we have five weeks left and then bowl games. I think I think it's five weeks, maybe five weeks then. Uh, Conference championship games and then bowl games. So we probably have like seven weeks left. But I really wish we would have decided what I was going to get or who was going to get for winning this thing. We never, yeah. we never decided what. Yeah, it's just pride, you asshole. Fucking stop <laughs> trying to get shit out of us. For going no, 39 points. I'm at 27. Sherry's at 25. Goal is the only one over 500 at 33 and 15. It's crazy. It's fucking stupid. He won last week. He won the week before. He probably won fucking week before that too. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. I Sherry. think the last two weeks. I will. I will start this time so I don't fade for goal on every. I was pick. gonna say don't fade for goal every pick. Yeah. That's fade, that would. I mean, me. I I could. You know what sucks is that last week I actually had a lot of the ones he picked, but I was like I gotta fade him just to make my mm-hmm. run. Yeah. So this week, what I did was, you asked for a Fagola strategy. Um, I came down here about 30 minutes before we started, and I literally just looked at the first six games that popped up and was like, let's let's do this. Got right. Dylan, let's go. Uh, Florida versus Georgia. It's a neutral site. Georgia minus 22 and a half. I'm taking Georgia. Ooh. They'll come have. Don't have any uh, any any faith in your in your team. Defense. I don't have any faith in our defense. I I will say I've been just watching a shit ton of our coach. Um, Billy Napier has been. I I have I actually love Napier. Like I have such high hopes. Like our defense sucks because of what he inherited. He is bringing in a top. Like he just flipped another four-star recruit from Florida State to Florida this week, which is humongous. Um, this kid was, like, trashed in Florida on Twitter, like, a year ago, and he, like, literally just flipped them. Um, he's went from the, the 23rd-ranked team um, for bringing in uh, whatever it is, recruits. He's up to number eight. So, um, and not only that, like, I just listened to him after games. He's like, we we got to get rid of, like, this losing feeling. And uh, we're not gonna go and, and pout and be pussies and or be a pussy about it. We're gonna like do winning stuff. Like we're gonna get back in the gym. We're gonna watch this film. We're gonna do what's right. We're not gonna fucking pout and feel bad for ourselves. You know it's like, funny on the score app, dude. It still shows Florida as minus twenty four favorites. Weird. Can you imagine so, being able to bet that through the fucking app? <laughs> Hammer life yeah. savings on fucking Georgia. Seriously. I mean, it shows the money line for Georgia as plus fourteen hundred. I mean, fucking hammer it. I'm taking my fucking everything in my savings and just putting it all on that if that's the case. Yeah. Why Why is this a neutral site game? To, that seems weird. They're, they're playing in Jacksonville? Always, they every do year. They it every year. It's the world's biggest cocktail party. It used to be the world's biggest tailgate, and they got rid of it. Made is it this the Jaguar cocktail. Stadium? Yeah. 
T-I-A-A Bankfield. I never went to the game, but I went to the tailgate one year. The, the year I was down there, it was fucking awesome. The bars around that stadium that night were absurd. Wow. It was crazy. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Goal, you can go if you want. Uh, first one I'm going with, I'm going Wake minus four versus Louisville. Wake's got a top ten offense. They're a little lost to Clemson. Uh, great game there. Sam Hartman is a really good fucking quarterback. Uh Louisville, I just don't think Louisville can score them. They want to, they're going to want to slow it down, pound the football. So I think the game's probably closer than maybe some would expect, but I think the, I think Wake, Wake covers the four. Nice, too. It's a great pick. Uh, I'm going to go a little different this week, you guys. Um, I've been, I, I tend, when I watch college football, I tend not to like watch the, the big teams, like the top 25 teams. I like to watch teams like South Alabama and Arkansas State. I'm taking <laughs> South Alabama minus 10 playing Arkansas State. Arkansas State sucks. Put your money on South Alabama winning that I love game. It. Nice. That'll be a good one to watch for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I like I said. I'm going right down in order from the first six games I saw. The next one was Penn State at Ohio State. I mean, no, sorry, versus Ohio State at home. And I'm taking Penn State plus sixteen, saying they keep it close. They could jump up to an early lead. They might lose. That's okay because I got sixteen points to play with. Um, okay, next one, I'm taking South Carolina minus three and a half first Missouri. South Carolina top 25 team. I don't think anybody really anticipated that at the beginning of the year. Spencer Rattler sucks, but somehow they're still finding ways to win games. And Mizzou is an average football team. They look, they've looked average or shitty except for the game against Georgia. Uh, so I think South Carolina is at home. The Gamecocks cover three and a half. Yeah, I'm surprised they're top 25. I, I don't even I haven't looked at their schedule or anything. I don't even know if they have any big. They haven't they beat, beaten any. They, they beat, beat Texas Kentucky, A&M last week. They beat A&M last week and they beat Kentucky the week before without Will Levis. So I, speaking of A&M, I saw they just suspended two more of their freshmen. I think they said they were up to like five or six of yeah. their freshmen are suspended this I year. Think about said what the deal is with it. No, yeah. but uh, for a team that I, had like the number one recruiting class in the nation, like they fucking suck. And like these kids saying they're leaving. Yeah. What's crazy is like, they, and the thing is, is like Jimbo's, they, he's guaranteed 89 million. Like, so they could fire him right now and, but they'd have to pay him $89 million. Like, I'm pretty sure like his contract, the buyout is the fucking full amount of the contract. It's a good feeling to have, man. Or so, it's something like that. That's absurd. Yep. Um, I'm taking New Mexico State minus two and a half against UMass. Did you guys even know UMass had a fucking football team? My God, who would ever bet on UMass to win a game? They suck. They suck, dude. New Mexico State minus two and a half. <laughs> All this. right. So many different logos this week on this on the uh, graphic. <laughs> I like to fucking love it. Let's go. All right. Let's do. The dogs taking the pick of PCU minus seven and a half at West Virginia with a big dog Pikachu. I was like, what the fuck is coming across that's, this? That's right a now? big dog Pikachu. <laughs> Who did you say? TCU, TCU. Oh, minus TCU. seven and a half. Oh, okay. At West Virginia, that is the Pikachu of the week. 
<laughs> I first I thought you said PCU, and I'm like, who the fuck is PCU? All right, we're good. <laughs> Look at you. TCU, uh, TCU is going to make things very interesting for this uh, committee this year if they keep winning games, dude. We'll say yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next one, I'm taking Oregon minus 17 and a half versus Cal. 17 and a half is a lot of points against a conference opponent on the road. But I think Oregon seems like a different team since uh, week one against Georgia. Bo Nix is like rejuvenated in Eugene. 2,200 all-purpose yards, 25 touchdowns. Oregon's train keeps rolling on, and they're going to they're gonna smash the Golden Bears Saturday. Oh, rolling. Give, me the, give me the duck, 17 and a half. Oh, I didn't know I was on share screen still. Oh, yeah, oh. you're still sharing. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to start looking up something inappropriate, dude. No, um, <laughs> wouldn't do that. Dude, Oregon's offense is really good. They're really good. Uh, they can put up points. Um, in the game of the week that I highly recommend you do anything in your fucking willpower to not watch, I'm taking UConn plus seven and a half against BC. Two schools that just shouldn't even have football programs. I don't even know why they put money into these fucking things. I'm taking UConn plus seven and a half against BC because why the fuck not? Yeah. I fucking love it. I'm like scrolling down through the games now, like just thinking like what games is he picking next? (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Uh, Next one on the list is Syracuse uh, versus Notre Dame. It's a two and a half point spread. I'm taking Cuse minus two and a half. Where is that game? At Syracuse. Syracuse. That's what I wrote. Yep. Yeah, it's at Syracuse. Um, next one, I'm taking Oklahoma State plus one and a half. I think Oklahoma State's the best team in the Big Twelve. I understand they lost to TCU, but they they were up big, well, around ten points most of that game, and then blew a game, blew that lead late. I think Kansas State is not. I don't think they're a top twenty-five team. I hate Adrian Martinez. I think he's shit. Spencer Sanders is fucking awesome. Oklahoma State. Give me Oklahoma State in the points. Go Cowboys. All right. All right. All right. Uh, Yeah, let's keep the train rolling. Um, I don't know a lot about this team. I really don't. But I'm taking uh, plus six and a half Florida International. They're playing Louisiana Tech this week. Uh, it could be a tricky game for them, but I think the six and a half. I think they can they can cover that six and a half. So yeah. Florida International plus six and a half. Yeah, and their best players who? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right. Absolutely uh, absurd. My upset is the massive upset. Old Miss over Mississippi State. Two and a half. I'm taking. I need this. I need this old miss. Come come to me. Come give me the wins. Come give me the points. Uh old miss over you at Mississippi State. Big rivalry game. Yeah. What what they have a name for this game? I'm not putting you on the spot. I just don't know if you knew. I don't I don't know what it is. The Egg Bowl. Egg Bowl. Is it really? Is it Mississippi? You said Mississippi State Ole Miss? Yeah. Yeah. Is it it's the Egg Bowl? Egg? Interesting. Yeah. I'm back on the train again, boys. Notre Dame money line against Syracuse. Ooh. I said they're going six and two. When they played Clemson, they laid a fucking egg against Stanford. They beat the beat the shit out of a UNLV team that's not very good. I think the magic is running out on Cuse a little bit. 
They fucking should have beat Clemson last week, and they didn't. No, ND goes on the road, beats the Orange. Notre Dame has the best player on the field, and Michael Mayer. Give me the Irish. You're on board, aren't you? You are Until on they board. lose, and then I'm going to be off it again. But it's so weird, like how, um, how like your your what you think of a team changes after so even after a loss, like they like Syracuse lost to Clemson, but before last week I would have think Syracuse would have beat Notre Dame by 50 in this game, and now that Syracuse lost to a really good team in Clemson, I feel like Notre Dame's going to win. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's so weird how my brain thinks like that, but yeah. I don't no, know. I no, I do it do that shit all the time. Yeah. Uh huge game right here. Both teams three and four. Uh, but I just don't understand how SMU can come into Tulsa Tulsa and beat them. So I'm taking Tulsa to to win this game. They're 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 the dog at home. I don't I'm shocked by that. That Tulsa is the dog at home. But Tulsa's gonna beat SMU. I just don't see how SMU can get by them. I can't fucking get over these picks, dude. It's fucking awesome. I love it so much. That's good stuff. <laughs> All right. Over under? Over under. Yes, sir. Interesting. But I'm going to take an under. Under pressure. You love your fucking Kentucky, unders. Kentucky, Tennessee, 62 and a half. I'm going to say the defense is actually show the fuck up. SEC football, physical, a lot of running the ball. Under. 62 and a half. You got it. That's why Shory is still in last place because he's a fucking loser and constantly bets the under. We're going to have to like cut this episode because it's got like fucking copyrights on these songs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with not people going to find that. <laughs> Once we hit it no, big, we're we'll start going back through our old <laughs> yeah, stuff. We'll yeah. go back, write a note, episode 51, take no, out Queen. Yeah, the 62 people that listen to this thing. Um, I teased this earlier, Ohio State, Penn State, over 61. These teams are averaging over 80 points combined. I understand both of them are top 20 scoring defenses, but I really don't think either like our super elite. I don't think any either one of them have beat really anybody overly great. I think OSU scores a bunch and probably only needs 17 to 20 points from Penn State, which I think they get over 61. Still sharing your screen, Sherry, just so you know. Uh, <laughs> just getting ready to post this. So. And to finish off my first perfect week of the year, uh, we got Boise State, Colorado State. It's a low number, 43. Boise State's favored by like 27 in this game. I just don't understand how... I don't call it say it sucks, but it's so crazy to me when the line is that close to the over-under. So I'm taking yeah. the over 43, Boise State, Colorado State. Definitely going to hit, dude. Overs always hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the picks, dude. That's it. It's going to be a good week, dude. Do you, <laughs> think that, do you think that I could watch any of the games I picked on TV this week? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the BC UConn will be on Nesson probably. We don't get Nesson on YouTube TV though. Oh, yeah, well, Spectrum does. I don't think Florida International is going to be on up here, so probably not. Probably not. Let's see. 
That's okay. Aww. It's all right. Your college, your uh, football, your your college football guy. I'm sure you have the package. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got the package, dude. Yeah. I can't, no, Kev. Uh, BC and UConn's on the CBS Sports Network, which I'm pretty sure U2 TV has. Nice. Nice. Florida Man. International, Louisiana Tech is tomorrow is tomorrow night. Ooh, that, that game is on Espen. CBS Sports Network, so you, maybe you'll get that one too. Tune in. Tune in. Unbelievable. Murphy, Kev, so best was, quarterback in the state in that game. Unbelievable. Kev, I was, I was a little disappointed you didn't get into the uh, nuts and bolts of Old Dominion in Georgia State this week. I know. I thought about it. That was that was that was my that was gonna be a pick if you guys took one of mine because I don't like that you guys picked my pick. So if you guys took Florida International at Louisiana Tech, I was gonna that was my my safety game. I like it. Yep. So, Cherry, you're still sharing your screen, dude. Oh, what's the point? You don't like seeing it? Well, I like seeing your faces. Oh, you guys can't see. I didn't know that. My bad. Well, it's like just really tiny. I got bad eyes. My B. My B. No, that's not good, man. Um. All right. I got. I got. I got something. All right. Okay. Yankees suck. That's over with. They're fucking trash. I get it. The Astros are really good, right? Hold on. I gotta find my. I wrote some notes down. What did I write them? Here we go. But the Phillies, right? Phillies are in the World Series. How much right now do you think Joe Girardi feels like a piece of shit? <laughs> Probably quite a bit. This fucking dude, right? He starts the year. He was. They were twenty-two and twenty-nine with him. They shit can this guy. They bring in. I don't even remember who they brought out. I don't even fucking care. They brought in sixty-five and forty-six without Girardi. Wow. I forgot right? that Girardi was there. Yeah, Girardi yeah. was there. They so if they if they didn't have Girardi, this team was on pace to win like 96, 97 games. I think they only won like eighty-seven. I think because Rob Girardi Thompson. dragged him to Thompson. Rob Thompson. So Girardi dragged him down so goddamn much. That dude is such a piece of trash. If this guy gets another manager's job, like what is the team thinking? He tank. can't fucking tank. Let's tank. <laughs> yeah. We did a good draft pick. Let's bring it Let's take. I don't know. It just yeah, I do. Not I good. do have a question. I do have a question for you in far as far as the Yankees go. And at what point does the Yankees do something differently? And I mean like Boone, really, I mean, guess he's they've won a ton of fucking regular season games with him, but he obviously hasn't got him over the hump. Cashman hasn't done shit lately. Like, at what point do you think they say, okay, we got to make we got to make a change from a, the coach from a from a manager standpoint and from a general manager standpoint? I think they move on from Boone before they move on from Cashman, but also like at what yeah. point you got to do, do something differently? They've already came out. Well, Steinbrenner's already came out and said that mm-hmm. he's keeping Boone. So I don't, I don't see him leaving this year. Uh, but no, like and I'm not saying it's this year. But I'm just saying it's weird because think. the Steinbrenner, who's in now Hal, that's name Hal Steinbrenner. Yeah. Like just how like the the vision of the Yankees has changed. Like he's just content. I think. I think he's more in it for the business, where his dad was more in it just to win. Yeah. And so. But like what 
so in his mind, Boone has made the postseason every single season he's been there, which I think is the first time it's ever happened for any coach in Major League history for their first like five seasons to like make playoffs every single year. So, I mean, he's doing that part right, right? It's just, I, I think I think in sports, especially baseball, because I think baseball, you just make the lineup card and that's it. Like you don't have a lot of in-game strategies that like can like change a game a whole lot. It's all about like the players playing, right? So like I think we put so much emphasis on like, oh my god, the coach is like dragging the team down. But it's like in baseball, does the coach really drag the team down that much? I don't know. Girardi does. Girardi does. Girardi's Girardi's an exception to the rule, I think. I just don't think that if they got rid of Boone and they brought in a coach, um that it would put them over the hump. I just think that it comes down to like the Yankees pitching has not been that great over the last like five years or last, I guess, 15 years. So I don't know. I think, I think that we always think the Yankees are these really huge spenders and whatnot, but they've came down to earth a lot in that regard. And uh, they don't spend like they used to. They don't like, they're not even close to spending as much as the Dodgers does. Uh, this talk's coming out where the Giants are saying they're going to outbid everyone no matter what on Judge. Uh, they won't be outbid on him. So it's like the Yankees aren't the uh, – they aren't like what they used to be. You know, I think – like yeah. especially us, like we grew up with the Yankees like in Hank Steinbrenner. Hank, is that his name? George. George yeah. Steinbrenner. George. George, like where just he did everything he possibly could no matter what to win, and it was great, right? And now it's like just a different – I think it's run more of a business than it is like to win a games and I don't know. Yeah, no, I just, I think the Red Sox are ran that way too. Sometimes, you know, no doubt they ran. Oh, the Red Sox are ran by owner. Like our owner. Yeah. Is the worst. The Sox owner wants them to spend like $90 million a year in like win world series. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm still convinced that there's zero chance they re-sign Devers. Yeah. Xander, I mean, I don't, I mean, I would like for him to keep him, but I don't care as much. But, I don't know. That's also baseball, and I really don't care that much about it anyway. So, uh, the thing that, like, worries about the Yankees, for me, is that that was such an unbelievable year by Judge. I don't know if he can repeat, like, I don't think he can repeat that. No. So, like... Unless the production's coming, like more production's coming from other players, I don't think he can repeat like that. I, I just, oh, I don't know. It's going to be hard is, to do what they did. Like, are they more of the team that they were in the second half than they were like that hot streak of the first half? Right, and I, I look at that like, in my opinion, I look at that lineup and Rizzo was solid this year. Rizzo was he had a pretty good start the year, but the rest of that lineup doesn't really do it for me. It, I mean, like, Gleiber, I'm not, I, he had a really good, was it, his rookie year. He was really good, and then he's going to kind of miss since then. Josh Donaldson sucks now. Yeah. Isaiah Kinnear Falafel, Falafel, whatever the fuck, however say his last name. Um. Good defensively, but he's he's a fucking terrible bat. Stanton, when he plays, he's, he produced, but he's never on the field. Aaron Hicks is never on the field. Harrison Bader raked. During the playoffs, but he's not, he's not a great bat like most of the time. I mean that lineup they're gonna need to make moves in order for that lineup to like improve yeah. because it's not very good. I don't think it is. 
Judge carried that lineup the whole year. And if they re-sign him and he regresses at all and they don't do anything else, they, they, you would imagine they're going to be worse unless they improve their pitching. I think the only Which thing I'll, the Yankees have going for them is like their their minor leagues. Yeah, it's loaded. It's loaded yeah. with hitting. It's loaded with hitting. So they need those guys to pan out, right? Yep. Right. But I think the biggest thing is them to sign. There's been so much talk over the last like five seasons of like, oh, the Yankees are in on the starting pitcher in the offseason. and then like they just don't they don't win the bidding wars like they used to. They used to always win those. They always won those bidding yeah. wars. And they don't anymore, and that's like what sets this, sets these Yankees teams apart from the. 90s and early 2000s team. So I don't. They like they, at the end of the day, they need to go out and spend on pitching, and then they need to like get Judge back for sure. But they need to like hope these young guys can pan out to be the hitters that yeah. they are projected to be. I think. Yep. Um, I think we've already broke news about Nathaniel Hackett being fired. I'm willing to break news on Aaron Judge resigning with the Yankees. Like, I don't care what these other teams are saying. I think that BDB is going to be the first source to break the news right now. What's today? O- October 20th. It'll be 27th. This airs breaking news. Uh, Aaron Judge re-signs the Yankees. Undisclosed amount of money. So Judge is going to be 31 April 26th. April, so beginning of next season, he'll be 31 years old. What do you guys think his contract's going to be? A big one. Do you think it's going to be the biggest ever? To be Trouts? Well, Trouts is 10 years, right? Yeah. So I don't think it's going to be 10 years oh, no. worth. But... Well, Trouts signed a 12-year 426. I'm going to say he's like higher per year. Yeah. Less years. So Trouts can get up to about $37 million a year. I bet Judges gets to 40. I bet he says he sets the number at 40. Uh. And 40 I bet he, over eight or something? Yeah, 40 over eight, 40 over nine, something like that. So it'd be like 360-ish total, maybe. That's what I bet. That's what I bet his number is to be the highest, like, you know, per year. I think we, like, predicted what he would sign for, too, in the beginning of the year. I'd love to go back and, like, check yeah. that out what we thought. I definitely didn't write it down, but I think we talked about it, yeah. We definitely did. Yeah. Um, who? Do, okay, so back to the World Series. So Phillies, Astros... Yes. Uh, it starts Friday night, I believe. It's going to be uh, Astros of home field, but I think they do 2-3-2 two, two in the World Series, uh, which I kind of like. Um, who do you guys think is going to win, and who do you want to win? I want Philly. I think Houston. Double down on Philly, baby. I'm, I'm all about the Phillies. Scumbags throwing batteries at the players. Uh, I'm good with that. Uh, I like their fans. I think they're diehard. That place is going to be rocking. Kyle Schwarber lead off, my favorite player in the series. Uh, let's go, Phillies. Uh, I think I saw that this is the second biggest gap in wins between two World Series teams because the Astros won a 106 and the Phillies won 87. So it's only ni- it's 19 wins be- between them. My math, yeah, 19 wins. I think it's the second biggest gap ever. I can't remember what number one is. Uh, but Philly is just getting hot at the right time. Yep. Uh, Both teams have great pitching. Hey, I'll say, and Philly's got two bona fide aces to compete with anybody. Yeah. And they have, like you said, Schwarber and Bryce Harper is on a fucking tear right now. He is. I hate why. Why was this like a week off in between these fucking games? Well, because they're set beforehand. So if those series, if the Yankees dumb. series went seven games, like they yeah, like if the Yankees didn't get swept, yeah, 
It's like, so fucking stupid. I mean, one series was five games, one's four games. So I just think that, yeah, the World Series is set. The the dates are set beforehand. So, but I don't know. I, I kind of like it. I like that the World Series, like, there's a break like this because, like, when the Yankees when the Yankees started the series against the Astros, their pitching rotation was already fucked from the start yeah. because of all the rainouts yeah, they had. So Garrett Cole couldn't even pitch till game three, which means that like he's probably only going to get two games in that series, right? If they went seven, so like I like that this is they get a big break, they can get their rotation set up, they get guys healthy and whatnot. So like we know yes. like the better team's going to win. So I, it's I kinda, not an advantage for one team. I yeah, I agree with that. Uh. I think the Astros win, but I want Philly to win. I think it'd be awesome to see Philly win, and I think it's hilarious that the city of Philadelphia has to go out and grease their their poles with like butter or something because <laughs> Costco. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Uh, Scumbags. Yeah, didn't you? One of you guys have something you want to talk about? Was sure he had something. Oh, NBA Morant. We oh, wanted oh, Lakers yeah. Morant something like well, that. Well, I just figured yeah. we could touch on it, but like yeah. Watching the Lakers crumble, uh, the like the is there's nothing better than the Westbrook Laker memes right now um, on Twitter. Uh, it's just a bad built team and it's a train wreck. And watching it um, crash is like it's fun to watch. Sorry, Kev, I know you're kind of a kind of a Lakers guy, mm-hmm. um, but as a Celtics fan, it's nice. It's great to watch that. And then the other part was John Morant is just. The opposite, dude. He's like a human highlight reel right now. Yeah. He's, he's incredible. The, right now, he's probably the best player in the NBA, but it's like the plays that he makes, too, whoa, whoa, are whoa. unbelievable. You think he's better? You think he's the best player in the NBA? I think that right now, like after one week, he's probably like the front runner for MVP. Oh, I, I guess I, I haven't looked at stats, but I'm shocked by that. I didn't know he was like I didn't know he was that head and shoulders starting the year off that good. I should probably look that up before I've said it. That's, but... a, that's, that's, a, that's a hot take, dude. Okay. Well, hey, I'm full of hot takes. I like it. Um, do you? Uh, so, so the the Lakers are in like a a weird pickle, right? Like, if they trade Westbrook. Is the trade that they get, the pieces they get back to them, really going to push them over the top this year? Probably no. not. So, do they just ride it out because Westbrook's contract's up the end of this year, so it's expiring. So, like, they get, like, the 44, I think it is, $45 million off the books. Obviously not going to bring them back. So, it's like, do they just ride out this year, just suck it up, right? Keep those two first-round picks that they've been talking about getting rid of and then just maybe next year try to go for it? Or do they try to save face, make the playoffs, give up Westbrook, just, and then dish out two first-round picks that like are way later, like 2027, 20, 2029 is what I've seen. So, Like, what the hell? Are they, they, they're not going to get anything for them. Like, a buddy healed Miles turn is not a bad return. Why the fuck would Indy do that, though? Because, because they're getting up a pick with because they're getting an expiring Wait. contract, though. Yeah. Plus, like, say if the Lakers give up their first-round pick with it, so you take on Westbrook's money for this year, and you got the first Lakers' first-round pick. The two first-round picks. But like, right. But if, you're, but if you're the... I mean, the Pacers suck. I get right. that. Right. 
they're not going to win. They're Dude, they, so why not? Think about it this way, Fagola. They could, they would do that for the two picks, and they could, they could literally just cut them and like right. let Westbrook sign wherever yeah. he wants, which they might do. And the Lakers get that money off their books. I mean, I, it's funny. Like the the Pacers have like a decent young core starting right now too. Like they drafted Benedict Matherin, who's like dominating right now this year, like scoring wise. Yeah. He's putting up some pretty pretty big games as a rookie. And then they brought Halliburton. in um, Halliburton, who's on Sacramento the last couple of years, right? So it's like... He's been great. They got a decent little... like They got some pieces. Halliburton, 10 assists a game, by the way. Uh, by the way, John Morant leads the NBA in points per game uh, with 35 and a half in seven wow. assists a game. So yeah, I, I thought I heard it on ESPN that he was probably the front runner, and he's played a game more than Luka. So Luka's right behind him and everything. Yeah. Do you so? What do you guys think? Do you guys think the Lakers trade Westbrook this year? Yeah, they got it. They got him. It's just yeah. a mess. It, somebody yeah. is got to be willing just to take on the picks and cut them. No, it's not that someone's willing to take on the picks. It's the fact that the Lakers don't want to give up the picks. Yeah, but they're gonna have to, dude, because it's just a, such a shit show. But, but they have, the and Lakers they think like maybe Dame. Lillard, who's a free agent at the end of the year, will go there next year and play with LeBron. Like, that's what you just got to bank on. I saw a trade offer that they uh, had talked about, and the Lakers didn't want to do it earlier in the year uh, with the Jazz, where they were getting, like, Bogdanovich, which I think he got moved, Mike Conley, and another decent piece. And the Lakers were going to give up Westbrook. They are two first-round picks that are later in the 2020s. But the Jazz were going to give back a 2023 first-round pick. And the Lakers didn't want to do it. Wow. That seems. Uh, That'd be a lottery pick next year. It's probably protected. Think. Yeah, it might be protected. But it seems wild to me. The Jazz are three and one, by the way. But like, you got to think a team like Orlando is already zero and five. Like, they should be knocking at the door to to try to get a pick out of them and just bring in Westbrook yeah. to cut them. We'll see. Any more sports talk? If not, do we talk about the finale? Yeah, we got to. Can yeah, we? Can we? Can we? Can okay? Can can the season two? It's not going to be probably for like I think I've read like maybe middle or end of twenty twenty four. So we're going to have like almost a year and a half or two year wait here before we get season two, which kind of sucks. Because they haven't even started. Uh, yeah, it's early twenty three, I think, right? But can the fucking directors, the showrunners, please, for the love of God, stop giving us fucking birthing scenes? We don't need to see these. Mm-hmm. That was that was that was that was like, rugged, uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like episode one, like fucking set the tone, didn't it? But this one was like brutal, showing the baby. Yeah. That was fucking rugged. Like, why? We don't need to see that as viewers. It's not going to, like, change our mind on stuff. Like, I would rather see fucking 14 people get their heads cut off than that. Oh, my gosh. That was brutal. We saw more birthing scenes than we did see fucking murders, dude. We did. Yeah. It it set the tone for a good series. But if the big dog's being honest, I'm only going to give it a five point. Six. 5.6 for the entire season? Out of 10. Yeah. 
So that's hard because, like, are you comparing it to like Game of Thrones? Or yes. Are you comparing it to like okay, Game of Thrones. <laughs> so standing by itself, but I, I also the... sorry. I also thought season one of Game of Thrones was the same, and then I thought it picked up after that. Mm-hmm. So I, the thing. Oh, so if you want to dive into the to the finale a little bit more, obviously Rhaenys got to Dragonstone, told Rhaenyra and Daemon what had happened. Well, King um, Viserys had died. They made uh, Aegon the king. Um, and then basically the rest of it was them just kind of plotting what their next steps would be. Uh, Lord Corliss obviously kind of made a recovery. He came back, um, you know, said he was going to his loyalty was to the Targaryen cause. Um, and then the big thing at the end of it, obviously, was um, Lucaris, Luke, uh, Rhaenyra's son flying to, I can't remember where he was flying to. I um, mean, the Septones? No, I can't think of it. And, well, we're, no, the Septones is where, what's his name? Was it fucking hurt? Corliss, I think. Um, so basically, he was flying there to kind of like get the guy to pledge his allegiance to the Targaryen reign. And Aemon was already there with um, his dragon. And they basically got into a little bit of a scuffle um, in the sky. And Aemon's dragon, um, what's that one's name? Big uh, fucker. Vagar. Vagar. Yeah. Vagar basically fucking ate. Uh, Luke and his dragon fucking just shredded him. And that scene at the end, though, when Damon walks up and mm-hmm. Rhaenyra turns around, it's just like, yep. shit's about to fucking go down this next season. Um, yeah, yeah, I shut it up. She's been kind of like reserved, cool, calm, and collected, like sitting back, kind of like saying, like, let's not try to start a war. But it's like, nah, you just fucking killed my son. So it's like, shit's about to hit the fan. I think she's going to unleash Damon on these people, I think. Yeah, so I think she's, the way she's always said it, she's she's not going to be the one that, uh, she's not throwing, making the first, basically throwing the first punch. Yeah. Um, So we'll see what happens. But, you know, my, I, I think it was, I think the, think it was a little bit better than um shory as far as the rating goes my biggest issue was all the jumping ahead i i hated that aspect of it it was driving me nuts i mean you had some characters in the show that they had three different fucking actors playing the individual in 10 10 episodes which i hated bullshit um that, that stuff i didn't care for um from my understanding like i read some stuff with the showrunners and the producers and they're saying there's no more jumping ahead season two it's going to be basically you know, as you know, bang, 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 things go. So, um, I had high expectations going in because of the whole game of Game of Thrones universe. Um, I the show didn't blow me away, but it's good. I don't know. There's there's no other uh, there's no other world TV world that brings people together like Game of Thrones does, like. Just yeah. about everyone on Sunday night is watching Game of Thrones. If you're not, then it's like you're not talking about it on Monday morning because you're not sure if everyone watched it. There's no other show that like does that to people. So I just agree. that just that fact of it, like I'm giving it like over an eight rating because like it's it, it's incredible to me. It just it gets like the entire fucking world. It just grabs onto you. 
like George R. R. Martin has got has created like an absurd world. Like the history of every family that this fucking guy has created is insane to me. It really uh, is wild. It's and it's crazy like how well some people know the history. Like they know the history yeah. of Game of Thrones world more than they know like the United States history. Yeah. Yeah. But uh Yeah, I'm excited for season two. It just sucks we have to wait me for too. so long. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I mean, like, like, yeah, no, and I, and I think is 2024, we're, I think we're gonna get season two of House of Dragon, and I think we'll get is that one. Season one of Snow is coming out too. I'm not sure when that's. Yeah, the, I don't. The 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 uh, spinoff with J- John Snow. Yeah. Just love this world. Yeah. If you're looking for a new show to watch, uh, one episode into The Watcher on Netflix. Oh, I heard you can't watch that show, dude, because then you just freaked out in your house all night. It's a good one. Seems good so far. So. Would you recommend a single female who lives alone to watch that? No. <laughs> no, it's based on a true story, too. No, I know. Yeah, I I don't even want to watch it because. Yeah, but yeah. you're a male. You said female. Yeah, but I'm not the fucking strongest dude in the world, dude. I don't know if I could, like... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Just say it, dude. But, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know I don't know what to watch anymore now that that's over with, so... I know. So, we'll see. Yeah. Anything else, dude? Nope. Nothing oh. else. I'm, there's some good shows I've watched lately. I'll, I can come up with a list of them. I think I already oh. discussed them a while ago, but. You guys so, pump fucking opening day hunting season Saturday. This Saturday? Oh, I'm fuck yeah. Dust off the old riffle. You guys coming or what? Yep. Shoot. Never took kind of safety. I already got a uh, date with Brennick. I'm just going to go and he's going to have one of those ones walk out in front of me for me. You're gonna shoot it from his. He's gonna shoot it from his house. I plan on just opening the window. Yeah, turn the so spotlight coffee, on. Open the open window. The window. Pow. Pow! Just drag it in the. Drag it into the house. And throw it in the fucking cooler. Yeah, it depends. Like I, I might not even put a tag on the first one. I might put a tag on the second one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Brennan? Keith special. Oh shit! I am though. I'm gonna go down. Um, try to drop one. See what it's all about. It's fun times, man. It's got the uh, special touch, apparently. All right. Um, other than that, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to the podcast, and stay healthy. Peace. Thanks, guys.